Hi, you're listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life with me, your host, Mimi Novik. I'm so happy and thrilled to have you here with me. I have created this series for all of us so we can change our world together and live a more holistic and balanced life. Together, we will share lots of inspiring stories from all walks of life, speak with leading experts, enjoy healthy living ideas, explore music and subjects that inspire each other to always have hope. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate all of you. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Secrets for an Inspirational Life. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'm hoping that everybody is feeling okay and considering everything that we have been through in these past few months. I'm sending you lots of love, really. And I'm very, very pleased that you join me on these episodes because it is really something that I enjoy. And I know that I get a lot of positive feedback from people that are enjoying sharing moments together. Now, everything in life is momentary. Success, sadness, happiness, tears and laughter. And we have to ride the waves through life in the best way that we can. And bravely accept that every journey takes us to a new destination. Sometimes it's not planned. Mostly it's not planned. But we have to have faith. We have to have faith in a greater power. And that love will overcome everything that's going on. When we start out doing something sometimes, it takes us on a completely different road. And that's okay. Because change is the only consistent thing in our life. Everything changes. We're changing, we're evolving as people. So we have to be brave, not to let us be in a situation where we feel afraid. This is the most important thing, to keep that act of faith in ourselves first, and that we as humanity can come together as love. And we have to adjust our sails. So when the waves get stronger, we become stronger and just allow the flow of life to take us where we need to be. Now, that is why I am so very, very happy to have today's guest, as he certainly has known fame and fortune and has taken the rough rough with the smooth, with humbleness and grace. And for me, it's a real privilege and honor to have today's guest. And you are going to recognize him, I'm sure. He is Elroy Powell, and he is a singer, songwriter, producer, performer. He's known as Spoon, the voice guy. And he also is an actor, an author, a consultant and the very famous international star that was the voice behind Black Legend. In these times, he's sourcing voices for high-end brands 
and campaigns, as well as operating in front of the camera. The list goes on, really, but it's very impressive, so I have to share it with you. He's featured in the Rock and Stephen Merchant film, Fighting With My Family. He's been in Star Wars, The Force Awakens. Plus, he's a huge voice in the world of commercials, from Switch Guarantee to Haribo, Specsavers, and it goes on. I would say, personally, because I love his voice, his voice is really his signature. And um, I am so pleased to have him because he has achieved so much and lived such a varied life. And today he shares his fascinating, really fascinating journey with us. Welcome, Elroy. Wow, what a fantastic <laughs> introduction. I absolutely appreciate your invitation to join you t today. And, uh, I, and I, I genuinely uh, appreciate the support and, and, and beautiful energy that you, you throw my way. Um, thank you so much. Likewise, likewise. I'm really, really happy to have you on. And um, I know the listeners will be because you have this amazing story. And I, I say this, I know all my guests have an amazing story, but I know, you know, we've known each other for a while. And um, what can I say? I am so in awe of all the things that you have done and what you have achieved also is remarkable for me. So please, Elroy, share with us a little bit about how your journey began and um, where you are today. Well, it's quite interesting. Um, you know, I grew up in North London in the 80s and uh, I really aspired to be something very different to what I became. There was a point where I wanted to be a lawyer and a lot of that came from feeling this sense of um, duty to, to right any kind of injustices and, and so on. I, I really felt that. And especially in the 80s, where you had a lot of overt racism in the UK, in this country, um, but it was never something that I allowed to hold me back. I never allowed anything to get in the way. I've always been one of those people that if you say I can't do something, I'm going to find a way to do it. Unless it's obviously, you know, not legal or whatnot. You know, I always, <laughs> I always recognize the importance of um, just being the best version of me and doing what I can to achieve my dream. dream. So um, I grew up in North London and um, actually went for a lot of challenges growing up because my parents were very much um, uh, always at each other. You know, that my, my, there was a lot of domestic violence in the home and that mixed with love um, was quite confusing at times. So you, I found that I had this very interesting um, swinging journey of feeling loved, um, but at the same time, not sure when everything was going to kick off. And that made me feel very at times vulnerable, very uh, powerless um, to, to save and support the people that I really cared about. Um, and I carried that with me for a long time, I think, as a young person. So I was very cautious of people, quite sensitive about things, and didn't let people in very close. And um, as I got older, I started to do martial arts. And I saw 
these really talented um, people that looked like me, that looked like family members. Because often when you think about martial arts, especially at that time, it was an Asian person on a mountain somewhere in the clouds. Um, but to see, have those kind <laughs> I of... I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> was that... Yeah. What, yeah, I remember. I, I quite like that programme. So it, it was nice to to have people from the community um, that were powerful role models and just encouraged me to recognize that we can be anything we put our minds to um, and started that journey of etching out what it was and just being the best I could be. And later on, I'm sort of fast tracking this quite a bit, but later on, I, I then got into music. I was studying law um, and an opportunity came for me to go to Italy to do some vocals on a song. And at the time I was a struggling student, so I was just happy to do anything that was gonna make me some money so I could pay bills and do whatever, buy some pot noodles. Um, and it turned out that song went on to become a number one hit. So I went straight from being a poor student to private jets around Europe and um, my life really, changed from there uh i had lots of doors open at a high level in the music industry uh, lots of live performance lots of learning opportunities because when you're when you're aiming to be an artist aiming to be number one get your song in the charts it's like it's, it's almost like uh, walking past a house that you really like the look of on the outside but you can't see what's really going on because <laughs> unless you've got a key to the door or someone lets you in and so once I was in and I was looking around the house, I really got to see how the industry works and, and you know, what I needed to do um, in order to make it sustainable. And so for me, over time, um, having a real challenging time with um, industry politics um, and balancing family life and so on, I realized the importance of building community of recognizing your why, you know, the, really connecting to my purpose um, and how I could make it sustainable for me um, long term. And I write, I write about that in my book, How to Think Beyond the Chart Position. And so roll, rolling forward, here I am now running my own voice agency. I'm active as an actor and a voice actor. I'm offering my support and ideas also to, to emerging creatives or freelancers and entrepreneurs, business owners and, and, and other people who are trying to get visible in order to build their brands and create sustainability in a mindful way. So I'd say right now, marketing, mindfulness and mindset are really the three pillars that um, really prop up my, my advancement in whatever I do. Now, you talk about the reason, and a lot of people talk about this, their why. Explain a little about about what that means. Yeah, so for me, if I refer back to having a number one record, um, I, I, it took me about, I'll say, five or ten years afterwards to really figure out what happened because in this storm of it all, you don't get time to think almost. Um, you get into a cycle of responding to requests to turn up for live performances and interviews, and you start to just think about, okay, what's the next thing I need to do in, in the short term? What do I need to do next? What do I need to do next? When's the next record? When, rather than pause for a moment and connect with the bigger picture, 
you know, what difference is this making in the lives of the people that matter to me? What difference is this making in my own life? How do I feel about it? Really stopping to really connect and, and go deep, deeper. Like deep isn't good enough. Go deeper. Figure out where it is you in that now, in that moment, want to be and how it's going to have an impact on not just your own well-being, but the well-being of others. And that's what I started to do so much more in a way that changed um, my whole life. So when I talk about why, it is really about connecting with your purpose in that moment. And it will evolve. And, and I think it's important to create mechanisms for assessing that evolution uh, and being honest about when it's time to let go of a pursuit of uh, trying to be in a chart. Um, you know, when you're in the music industry, it seems like the biggest thing. But whenever you're in anything, it seems so big because you're so close mm. to it. When you, mm. when you step away, it's, it becomes, if it were, it's just a small part of what it means to exist. It's only a small part of what will contribute to the quality of my life. So what, what really matters? And was that a gradual process, Elroy, that you came to that realisation that there was much more to your why and much more to your life? Or was there a transformational moment that led you to that? I, for me, there were definitely several transformational moments. Mm. Uh, I wish I had just woke up one day and I was like, oh, there we go. Uh, yeah, let's do this. Um, it took me burning out. It took me um, really hitting a wall with energy, with finances, with ideas, um, for getting to a place where I felt actually really quite lonely because um, if I roll it back, I come from a working class family um, and there's a lot of power in that. Um, but I, there was nobody in my family I could turn to to really empathize with my situation and, and say, look, I'm, an, I'm a number one selling artist now. What do I do next? You're often, I felt, especially when you're running your own business or you're, you're leading in that way, you're pioneering into space where often many around you haven't been before. Um, so I, I'd had to find out a lot of things for myself or try and trust some of my advisors at the time um and it, it was it was challenging to do that so um i found i burned out uh, i tried a lot of things that didn't give the result i would have liked at the time but now i see the power in the lessons that i've learned from those experiences and i talk about that when i'm coaching and, and sharing and so on and they are lessons that really inform my decisions now so it took a few knockbacks. It took a few, um, you know, I had to go back to sleeping on my mom's floor at one point um, because it was just challenging um, financially and otherwise. And then when I said, you know, what am I doing? Let me just stop for a moment. Stop trying to pursue what I feel everybody else would like me to do. And just think about what would really bring me peace and what would really keep a smile on my face and be real about actually how to serve. So I started to think about what I could do that I enjoyed and what I could do that could create a transformation or create a solution for other people. And then once I started to do that, that's when I started to raise out of some of the challenges I was facing and also started to enjoy the process a bit more. 
And you mentioned that you've written a book. I know I've got the book and um, it's a fantastic book because it talks about practical solutions to many challenges that um, we can face through our life, whether that be, I know you talk about it on the perspective because you were in the music industry, but it is actually, it's usable in everyday life for any sort of um, career. Tell us a little bit about your book. Thank you. Yes. So I remember being sat on the set of EastEnders and it, the, the chip shop at EastEnders is often where a lot of the supporting artists would, would hang out whilst they're getting, you know, getting ready to, to go on. Mm. And I loved it because we spent so much time together. Everybody would just share stories. And you had people from different generations there, people that have been on the project for over 30 years, um, grew up in in uh, gangland uh, East London or with just from completely different worlds and would share their experiences. And there's one gentleman was talking to me about writing a book. And he says, if you get a chance, write a book. If you get a chance, just write a book. And he's like, like get my book. Like, don't even worry about um, getting it on Amazon. Go on eBay. You probably get it for a penny. I swear. That's what he said to me. <laughs> get my book. Get my book and read it. And I did. And I read it. And I thought to myself, um, First and foremost, I thought, wow, what an interesting and open and honest story. And What was the book about? Um, it was basically about he, him growing up um, in the East End and um, how he got into a little bit of naughty stuff over time and then straightened out and got into um, acting and running a boxing gym and all that kind of stuff and promotions and so on. Became really successful doing that. Um, and I liked it because of its honesty, you know what I mean? Um, and it helped me realise how much value we all sit on because of how unique our own take on life is. And I thought, wow, if he could do it, I could do it. I can go and I've been through tons of stuff and I'm still a young man. Let me go and share uh, what, what I've been doing in this book. And I've always been a believer in keeping things as simple as possible. So I... Uh, started writing this book and I thought I just want it to be something that is honest something that anybody can pick up and make use of and apply to their life so I mentioned growing up and I mentioned how I dealt with uh, racism and 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 being horrible and actually at, at times I was horrible because I was so defensive and sensitive and not trusting of people for a long time and then I talk about how that evolved and how I became start to become a lot more open and loving um, in situations and how that moved things forward for me. And then I spoke about business and the importance of um, finding your purpose, figuring out your bigger picture, how to build your network in such a way that you're not just trying to take from people, but you're trying to give, you're figuring out how you can give into a situation to create a win-win. Um, so you ensure there's some sustainability um, I talk about skills and relationships, the importance of that, and uh, avoiding burnout and, and community. Why connecting with your your people that align with your message is so important. Um, so I love the I love the feedback I I got from the book because, like you said, it doesn't matter. You don't have to be a musician or a creative. It's really yeah, practical yeah. because I'm not just a musician. We're all living. I'm alive. I'm um, I'm more than a voice. I'm more than my music. I'm more than I'm 
so much more. We're all so much more, but we, we spend so much time, I feel, narrow, narrowing ourselves down. Um, like, be your biggest, fullest, loving self um, and allow your community and the world to feel it. And don't be afraid of that. You have a right to let it be felt. As long as we're not infringing on anyone else's civil liberties and human rights and freedoms, be your full, full self, you know? And uh, so, yeah, I'm glad that the book is a tool that anyone can use to create a sustainable path to whatever goals they, they set their minds on. Um, it's available on Amazon and all sorts of um, places, isn't it? What's, give the um, title of the book, Elroy. Thank you. The book is called How to Think Beyond a Chart Position. And as you say, it's on Amazon. There's also an audio book version. And um, Oh, have yeah. you done the audio as well now? Indeed, yes, the audio is available, so feel free. Congratulations, also... I'm glad to hear that. Thank you, yes, and um, we we had conversations about writing, and you always encourage me, like, you need to write more and do stuff, and I'm like, okay, Mim, I'm, I'm writing, don't worry, it's coming, it's coming. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm a bit bossy, aren't I? <laughs> oh, dear, but I, I, you know, really from my heart, I I felt that this story of yours you know is incredible and how you have been so brave in your quest of self-realization I know it's a grand thing to say but I really believe it and I love what you've just been saying actually it really sort of made my heart flutter because we have to be ourselves and not to be afraid this is the biggest thing and if we are being our true selves that is never going to infringe on anyone's rights or liberties or anything because we are ultimately pure beings. And somehow we become contaminated. The journey of life is not so easy, but also, as you said, we have to be with the right people and the people that can help us to grow, the people that accept us in all our fragile state also yeah um and it's very rare to find isn't it yes and you know at the same time it's so it's, it's a challenging one because we have to allow people to find that place for themselves in uh, however long it takes and some may never and some may before others and so on it's just a part of this um earth school <laughs> activity <Yes>. right <laughs> the earth school I, I don't know how i signed up for that or did someone sign me up for the earth school but here we are nevertheless um but i know that something i would like to share with the listeners and it's something i know that you are interested in and that is a couple of things actually I want to ask you about your well-being journey because you became a vegan that's something um, that I'd like you to share with us please what inspired you to do that and to really start to have that journey through life that is more healthier that is not just in body but in mind and in spirit what really encouraged you? Well, I, I recognise it was time for me to make some changes. And often we 
look externally and I'm I'm definitely someone that did that at times and I recognize that it, it change and mindset and everything else is so important f- from the inside out um so I thought let me break it right down what am I putting into my my body what do I have in my environment inside and out that I need to create a shift in in order to create better results a better uh, quality of life and so on for me um I took about five years to gradually get to be coming focused on a purely plant-based diet or menu. And Mm. so it meant I had to let go of, I started off by letting go of red meat and then just having chicken and letting go of that and then went pescatarian for a while. And then I jumped right from pescatarianism to veganism. I just thought it was just the easiest thing to do. The first, I would say oh gosh about three weeks were horrendous i felt really bloated obviously all the toxins and stuff were trying to get there get out of me but i felt sluggish and slow and tired and horrible and then one day i just woke up with this real clarity i remember this sense this feeling of whoa i woke up without the fog i used to wake up with in the mornings i could wake up and just get straight into things um whenever i ate i didn't feel heavy and tired and sluggish like I did when I ate red meat. So I don't encourage people to do it um, unless they've had got advice from their doctors or they feel it's right for them. I'm not one of those that runs around with a cake telling people what to eat or or whatnot, but I recognise, (laughs) I recognise for me. So the t-shirt's in the cupboard, is it? The t-shirt's in the cupboard. (laughs) Okay. But I recognise for me, it felt like the right thing to do. And saying that, I probably recognise that genetically and so on it might make sense for me to eat meat um, because of the way my body probably processes carbs i feel i hold on to carbs and it uh, and so on a lot more um but i feel so much um more energy and recover from things like training sessions so much quicker since i've um, become vegan and i love it i love cooking i love getting in the kitchen and making dishes and creating my own way to substitute textures and 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 tastes and stuff that I flavors and stuff that I that I love, um, I I really enjoy. It. It's almost like therapy or some kind of meditation for me. Can we hope for maybe another book on diet and nutrition and recipes? Dare absolutely. I ask? Yes, absolutely. Watch this space. I. I'm at, okay, it's it's on, it's in the pipeline purely because I've I've got a couple of a couple other books I wanted to finish off and get out first, uh, but many people are asking me what I need. I want that recipe you keep sharing on Instagram, and you know what is that? And I, I recognize the demand for it, and also just my own approach in terms of uh, how I got there. Mm. You know, and and the little things I did to transition. Now, that would be an interesting book for sure. Because it also is um, something else that I wanted to ask you was your path to spirituality. Because I know that that's something that you embarked upon and you are qualified in many things, are you not? Well, I, I decided again because I wanted to explore developing from the inside out areas that I wouldn't normally uh, consider, but I wanted to go and explore uh, things like energy work and Reiki and massage and so on. 
and um, look at the science uh, around it and, and how I could use it in my everyday life. So I, I started to learn about chakras and the connection to the endocrine system and so on and um, looking at finding balance and alignment and helping with uh, relaxation and connection through um, these therapies because it, all of those areas help with fueling our ability to accomplish our goals or just to find contentment and peace within whatever situation we're, we're, we're facing or dealing with. And do you think that the holistic approach is the way forward for us for me, as human beings? See, again, I, I don't like to tell people what to do. Um, for me... I, I mean, in your experience... Oh, no, of course. Yeah, I, I feel absolutely that it's helped me to have a holistic approach to everything, to be, to be mindful. Um, I know in a lot of ways, you know, mindfulness and so on is almost, they've just become buzzwords. But I genuinely, because of my life experiences so far, have found that taking a moment to be more mindful has not only helped with sustainability my ability to keep going but it's helped with my relationships there's less stress and strain i know when to just allow something to, to let go of things and not force them um, i'm always working on the on these areas but the more you the more energy we put into things the more they grow so i've been putting more energy into being more mindful to being more present um, and and recognizing how that can enrich the quality of the experiences we we have and again overall that's made such a difference in my life i've looked at my environment whether that's my home or my the people i work with uh, the people in my space and looking at what elements i can let go of you know letting go of toxic people and toxic energy has been one of the biggest things uh, in my life and um, sometimes it's sometimes we get into this place of wanting to please everyone. If you're running a business or you have family and or children and so on, or you're looking after parents, sometimes you feel this deep obligation to be there for them. And that's okay. It's finding the middle ground to ensure that we don't deplete ourselves in the process because if we do, then how can we be there for anyone else? So having this holistic mindset, this mindset of, um, everyday mindfulness in a real simple way has really made a difference for me and I recognise that the world can definitely benefit from it and my YouTube channel Ready for Dreams um, we share music and meditations and all of that good stuff um, interviews aimed at encouraging people to take a mindful moment uh, in their day because we, I recognise how that can really enhance the quality of our lives it's that space, isn't it, that we can go to, that sanctuary that is so yeah. needed. And, you know, it's within us. There's, there is a place within us that we can find all the answers and all the peace. It's just getting there. So I'm interested now in this. It's called Ready for Dreams. And yes. tell us a little bit about what you provide there, you know, the idea behind it. So, Mim, you know, I have been loving the space as a voice actor for some time. And I've been doing commercials for massive brands and um, 
national campaigns and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then I thought, I really love mindfulness and meditation and connection through soothing stories. I got some stories made. I, I wrote some of my own. And then I included some of the voices from my voice agency, Spoon's Voices. Um, and we, we recorded these stories. And then I thought, okay, we have the book. We have a book of these stories. We have the stories available. How else can we connect with people? I thought, let's start a group and just share the stories. To promote the whole thing, I'll just read one of the stories. And initially, I did have that internal kind of conversation with myself. What am I doing? I'm a grown man about to read stories to other grown people. This is a bit bizarre. Um, but I did it. I Good for you. Good for you. It's so needed. You know, stories are the um, greatest tool to teach people things. 100%. And mm. so much came from that. So this group started as a private Facebook group. Um, we're at about 350 people now of from all walks of life, life uh, who, you know, professionals, entrepreneurs, business people, um, parents, you know, all kinds of people from everywhere. Mm. And I, I started to read these stories and then they started to talk about the challenges they were facing, especially during lockdown, the stress, the um, inability to focus and create daily routine. So then I started to interview people. I started to share tips from um, other thought leaders and so on. I started to get therapists uh, to come and share their tips uh, to create a solution for those in the group that were struggling. And it just took on a, a life of its own. And then I thought, okay, let's throw this out to, to YouTube and, 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 grow, and grow it there. And, and so then I started to put on eight hours of rain and, um, <laughs> you know, four hours of rivers, rivers flowing because people really enjoyed that and mm. meditations and so on. And so every Thursday now, I post a video. Um, so I'm, I'm working on, on a mindfulness series. And one of the videos has been about the raisin meditation. And that's a great practice for, a great exercise for finding presence in a moment, especially if you're new, you're new to meditation. I saw that. Tell us a little bit about that. So I decided that um, I wanted to myself uh, start to learn more about meditation and it came from an exercise I'm gonna have to see now you've now you've opened it up <laughs> so um, I had uh, uh, my partner introduced me to a book called um, The Miracle Morning by a guy called Hal Elrod <laughs> and it's, it's a practice of um, savers silence affirmations visualization exercise reading and scribing and you do each thing for 10 minutes. So I thought, okay, this is an hour before you do anything uh, at the start of your day. So I started doing it and I thought, oh, this is interesting. And at first I got really uncomfortable sitting there in silence and then I started to get used to it. And then the affirmation supercharged my energy and I started to feel really positive and powerful about things. And then the exercise connected that with a real drive to act and then describing the and the reading um, allowed me to create new targets for myself um, and it really ignited and supercharged my productivity and I thought oh my goodness I've experienced this firsthand let me share it to the group ready for dreams so I shared it in the group and other people were saying I love this practice and I love that we can connect with you and talk about what we're taking from it and create new goals and assess our progress um, so then I thought okay 
maybe there's a way to break it down for some of those that struggle with sitting in silence. Because there were a few that said, oh, I can't do 10 minutes of just sitting there. So I thought, what can I do? So I thought two things. One, six minute shot. And what I mean by that is um, silence, affirmations, visualization, exercise, reading, and scribing. Just do each one for 60 seconds. Um, and that's, that's nothing. That's like six minutes of it. Surely everyone can, can do that. And if you can't, just do, do 60 seconds and relax. And then when you can, do 60 seconds of the next part of it and so on. And then I thought, well, what else can I do? Because this is about presence. Like really acknowledging, giving ourselves permission, giving ourselves the freedom, judgment-free, to say, okay, this is my time. And it's okay for me to have this time. We don't do that because we're worried about family commitments and all those other things. It's okay to take this moment. So the Raisin Meditation uh, takes the listener, the viewer through an exercise where you grab a raisin. And it could be anything, a piece of chocolate, it could be anything, but you grab this raisin and you explore the ridges, the smoothness, the texture, you squeeze it. You really become present in, a, in, a, in as much detail, as deep as you can with this raisin. And you then transfer that to every other experience you have in your life. And you start to find that the quality becomes so much richer. Give us an example. Give us an example of how you could transfer that to something else in your life so you may have friends that you visit for a coffee or you go and see a family member and sometimes you sit down and you're like oh yeah i'm so busy i'm doing all this kind of stuff oh it's good to see you and then you're off rather than sit down and take the time to look at your friend look at your loved one explore their features look at how they they progressed look at you know, are they sad? Are they unhappy? Are there lines in their faces of stress or lines in their cheeks from smiling so much? Are they going gray? Are they just really take a moment to be present and, and, and connect? What are they saying? What, what do you feel from what they're saying? Are they empowered and inspired? Are they calling out for help? You know, really be present in that moment and acknowledge, not just, not just, um, like listen but actively hear what they're saying you know actively hear and feel what is what they're saying what, what is going on in that moment um i ride down by the canal sometimes and sometimes again if you're in a rush to get somewhere you forget everything that's going around going on around <laughs> you because you just want to get from a to b you just want to get to your destination but we're missing out on everything else that's going on around us we're on a bicycle on the canal and there's all this beautiful wildlife buzzing around, all the plants pushing out, all the barges along the canal and the ducks swimming, swimming along and maybe someone rolls by and it's a beautiful sunny day or there's clouds in the, back, in, in the distance and it's going to rain soon. And like what, how much information are we allowing ourselves to really connect with and enjoy and make the most of? And um, this presence also means that we're taking on so much more information consciously because subconsciously we're taking on a lot in order to just be safe and progress. But when we consciously take on um, this information, not only do we become, uh, the experience becomes so much more richer, but we learn so much more. We learn so much more about our environment, learn so much more about ourselves, um, and it's really empowering. I love that because I totally agree with you. And it's something about 
respect, isn't it? And honouring yourself, honouring others and their part in creation. Because as you said early on, we are so much more than this physical presence. And I know during this lockdown, you know, I had to go out and we live in the countryside. So as the buds started to bloom, Elroy, I could actually feel it so much stronger than before. And I could see the colours so much more. I could feel the energy so much more. So it is this being present also, present with yourself and honouring that time with somebody to say, you know, I honour your time, your moment of your life that you are sharing with me. It's very yeah. powerful. I love what you're doing. I think it's amazing, really. I do. And it's so, so needed in these times. Now, you do guided meditations as well, don't you? Yes, I do. Um, and I, that came from me exploring energy work and Reiki and massage and um, starting to read soothing stories. So I got asked by a, a charity in Singapore called Blessings in, Blessings in a Bag. And uh, they wanted someone to share stories um, around, um, I guess, helping parents unwind and relax, especially during lockdown. So I started reading stories and I recognized uh, an exercise that I use being a martial artist also um, that called progressive muscle relaxation. It's quite a common exercise, common mindfulness exercise and very simple and easy to share, but has such prof really profound effects. Um, I, I, I used it and started to realize how useful that was <clears throat> and then started to look at adding visuals and so on in a really empowering um, way to make people feel at ease. And so I love delivering guided meditations and the progressive muscle relaxation sessions accompanied by soothing stories. Um, and yes, I, I do make those available. So progressive muscle relaxation, what, that sounds interesting. What's that about? So um, I believe it was Dr. Edmund Jacobson who came across, who originated this practice of um, contracting and releasing groups of muscles in, certain, in a certain order to give an overall release of tension. So often as we're going around our day, we're going about our business, um, we get triggered and you, you get the, uh, the, the flight or fight, sorry, the fight or flight kicking and all the mm -hmm. adrenaline and all of that go off and you start to subconsciously often develop these tensions. Um, and by the end of the day, you haven't gotten rid of it and you're trying to sleep and you can't. So a, a great way of doing that is to get comfortable, find a place to relax and lay down and literally start from the toes, just squeeze and hold for five or so seconds and release and go up the leg all the way up the body um, in a cycle of breathing that works for you, nice and comfortable, just making sure you don't strain um, or, or force too hard. And you will find that once you really tense the whole body 
and relax it with your outward breath in and hold and relax with the outward breath. You start to relieve this tension. Um, and it's just such a great, great way to help, especially if you, you're struggling to sleep. Now, um, obviously, not being able to sleep or having stress and tension can be connected to so many other things, um, from your nutrition to um, your, the biochemical activity in your body and so on. So it is obviously more than that, but this is a great tool to add to anything else you may be using. And do you offer that on YouTube? Is that where people can find it? So if you go to readyfordreams.com, you can mm -hmm. book me for a session. There are limited spaces, limited availability, but you can go to readyfordreams.com and book a session with me and I could take you through a guided meditation or a progressive muscle relaxation session um, or simply to read stories. And I love it. The first time I did stories to adults, um, they came to me, a few of them, and said, I haven't had that done since I was a child. And it made me feel so comforted and reassured and empowered. Um, and I love that feeling because it connected me to that. And others said, I never had a, an experience like that where, where an adult took the time to read to me, like gave their time consciously to, to, to give a moment of peace and comfort to me. And that really lifted me. So it's, it's been, I, I didn't realize how how powerful it could be um and and that's really been exciting so how does it work say for example somebody wanted to come to you and they wanted a story to be told do they choose the story does it happen in the day in the night just before they sleep how does the whole give us an example of someone coming to you and saying look i would like a story Oh, that's great. Yeah. So what they would do is go to the mm. website, um, click the time that they would like, 40 or 60 minutes. And then there's a booking form that would um, show the available slots and they work out what works for them. And then I would get in touch and um, just explain the process. And simply at that time that they've booked, get the session going, get them nice and relaxed. They'll tell them what they need to do beforehand. Um, start off with a guided meditation, some breathing exercises and so on, progressive muscle of relaxation, and then go into a story. Now they can choose the story from a selection of stories that we have, or if they prefer, I can choose depending what depending on what um, prior, you know, what they what I feel would be appropriate, um, depending on what they've shared about their current situation and so on. And what about does this happen in the night or it can happen in the day as well it can happen at any time and i say that because one um you know we're an international um bunch of beings so we have friends in the usa or singapore and wherever so uh, it for me it doesn't matter but also because some people are doing shift work and so on so maybe they sleep during the, the daytime and maybe need some support getting to sleep in the daytime so they can go and work at night or maybe it's the other way around and I need to get to sleep at night so they can wake up early. So yeah. it, I like to just make myself available to suit the timetable of the person that needs my support. Um, and that's why, again, um, there, there is limited availability, um, but people love it because I give so much energy and support to them in these sessions. 
it's a huge thing actually to be present with somebody for any amount of time but I suppose for the people it must feel very reassuring to have somebody take the time to be there to comfort them and somehow to give that safety you know within that time frame they're safe with you yes I, I agree and um, I feel especially when you start to take on the leading role in your family or whatever the, the dynamic is you often are the person that everybody goes to and you don't have someone that you can go to often so it's nice when you can feel safe um, and open up and be vulnerable around someone that you trust is 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 purely there to give you uh, what encourage as much comfort and support as possible what a wonderful thing really it really is and as i said it's so so needed in these times now what do you think elroy that has given you this compassion and empathy for people in the way that you have it in such a huge amount Wow, I think that's a great question. And I guess there's so many layers to this. Um, I guess I'll start with growing up, my mum was a very loving woman, is a loving woman. And I used to see her just do so much for her family, her brothers, sisters, her mum, you know, my, my dad's mum, just everybody in the community. Often people who were going through a hard time would come to our house and my mum would always have a bowl of food. Even if we didn't have much food there'd always somehow be food available for somebody that visited um and a smile and uh, just some positive energy to help them on their way um and i definitely know i recognize it started there with that also because in my life i recognize that i couldn't do all of the things i i do without the support and love that i've had from people including yourself you know everybody no, no person is um we can't do it all by ourselves. And every now and again, you come across these angels that are willing to just unconditionally give you some encouragement and support. And they often don't realize how much of a difference that small bit of that token, that small bit of time, that energy, how much of a transformation, how much that is really impacting a person's life's, uh, life. So I, um, I would say it's recognizing that People have been there for me and it feels right for me to do what I can to do the same for others. It's like, there is a thing in America, I think it's in America, may, they may have it here. Is it called pay it forward? I love that, yeah. Um, you've heard of that, haven't you? I have and I like it. I like that expression. I, I, more than giving back, I like giving, it, giving forward. Um, yeah. And that sense of progress in giving mm. um, and how everyone grows from it. It's true. It's, it's the, the progression, I think. That's what's the uh, important thing. It's the flow of life, the consistent ebb and flow of life. But, you know, it's that energy within us. Some people, you know, call it chi. Whatever it is, it's that ultimate essence in us that... Um, pushes us forward and yes. um, 
we it's beyond us in some ways it, it's something far greater than us but we're somehow part of it and paying it forward means that person then can move forward in their life which yes absolutely you know i like that as well is that what you feel makes you unique elroy the fact that you have known love in life you have known sadness in life um what is it that makes you feel it's like a vocation isn't it what you're doing now is helping humanity yeah i feel i um i just came to a point in my life where i felt i'm not comparing myself to anyone i don't feel pressured to do this it just feels right for me for now to give in this way and i'm not gonna quantify it with numbers and compare it to anything this is what i can do with what i have in this way for now and and whatever transformation whatever impact whatever energy is is coming from this as long as it's making a positive transformation in some way it makes me feel good and i would rather do that than allow frustration or the pain of the past to anchor me in uh, a place that is no good for anyone so i just i just recognize every time i've gone through pain or i go through a frustrating or challenging situation i'm going to throw out twice as much positive energy because i i refuse to allow it to win <laughs> Do you know yes. what I, mean? I understand you i understand i and i agree with you and i've been having lots of conversations with people and you know human nature it's a funny old thing someone can tell you a thousand times you're wonderful and you have one person who says you know what actually you know your ears are too big or your nose is too small and you will always remember that that's something about the human psyche we i don't know if it's an ego thing you know because the ego likes to be number one in everything and it you know likes to have itself stroked and everything and doesn't like to be criticized but um i don't know life is a funny thing and i'm really happy to hear this what you're doing and i've always been a supporter of your work because i think it's really fabulous and you're helping so many people along the way thank you and um i i love also that i'm learning so much about myself and um just learning generally uh, just reading loads you know from dr bruce lipton to, to this is so many uh people that have been inspiring my my journey as i help more i feel i need to learn more so i can continue to help more and it's a great space to be in what are your future goals do you have a vision what's in the pipeline that you're able to share with us yes yeah, so um we're going to keep growing ready for dreams uh we're going to keep putting out fantastic music and soothing stories and interviews to encourage a mindful moment and general uh, everyday holistic uh, approach to wellness um i'm going to be doing so much more as a coach and consultant uh 
I have a course called Get Visible because I recognize how powerful it is to build community and serve community. I, I launched a course called Get Visible that allows people to do it for themselves, to figure out what they're passionate about and how that aligns with their community and how they can solve their problems or create solutions. So I'm going to get real deep into that and helping people um, become leaders in, in their own communities in that way. Um, I'm going to do so much, so many more uh, books. <laughs> I'm going to be writing so much more. Good, good. Uh, and uh, as a creative, there are films and other projects and so on I'll be involved in as we ease out of quarantine and lockdown and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So I'm going to be very busy. Uh, as I say, I'm very much into coaching and sharing what I have. And my one-to-one links I'll, I'll share with you. You could go to uh, spoonface.net, spoonface.net, or find me on Instagram, spoonface1, send a message. Uh, all my links are there. Uh, my coaching and so on can be found at thesuccesstips.com, thesuccesstips.com. Um, and yeah, I, I, just, I, will love, I would love to hear from people about their journey or their response to this conversation that we've had. Tweet me, get on Instagram, share a message. I answer everyone um, the best I can. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much what I'll be doing, just growing. Everything I'm doing here, I want to 10x. I want to just keep growing it and seeing how much more of a transformation we can create in the lives of people. That sounds fabulous, really. I am thrilled about the whole thing. I'm thrilled because of you um because you so deserve success and i'm also thrilled for the people that they're going to be getting some quality advice because there are so many people out there but it's still you know rare to have people that have been through all these things and can talk about these things and then teach about these things that's something completely different you know just because you know something it doesn't mean you can teach it so by you teaching the people to be self-reliant and resilient in these times is an incredible thing and I want to ask you what inspires you Elroy? Wow that's a great question I'm inspired by people that can go through adversity and still find a way to smile and inspire others. Um, that really lights me up. I'm, I'm inspired by acts of love and um, encouragement. Um, and, you know, that, that kind of, I, I love martial arts and so on. So I love self-development and looking at how I can inch towards being a better person. And so I'm inspired by examples of how that can be done um by by other people and what now to come to a close what advice what tips would you give to the listeners to lead a more inspiring life to overcome personal challenges because it's a very difficult time for a lot of people I think if we could find a way to serve without depleting ourselves, it's a great place to start. Often when we're stuck in a situation, we're often, we have the answer, but we're too close to recognize that we have it. And so taking the time 
to help someone else helps with creating a distance um, that will help us think uh, about how we can get ourselves out of a situation. And just giving more compassion and love generally will often um, ripple out and um, lift your spirits. And so I feel being able to look at how we can serve others without depleting is, is important. How we could be more present and mindful and how we can create sustainability in a way that doesn't deplete us overall, I feel is a, a message I would uh, push for now. Thank you so much, Elroy. It's really been a pleasure to talk to you as always. There's so much to learn and this is just the beginning, isn't it? It's always just the beginning, isn't it? <laughs> it is, it is. It's always yeah. just the beginning and every moment is a new beginning and that's what's wonderful, that we can change our lives in an instant. We just have yeah. to make a decision. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure as always for joining me and to the listeners, please contact Elroy at the places that he has given the addresses to and you're very happy, aren't you, to... Um, hear from everybody around the world. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. All right then. Well, take care. And I hope you come back again and tell us about some more projects and um, tell us how you're getting on. Thank you. And thank you again for inviting me onto the show. It's been wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you for coming. Thank you. Take care. Take Bye. Care. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye. Elroy Powell, what a voice. Love the voice. What a fascinating story also about fame, fortune, and finding one's true vocation in life. I love those stories, you know, when you find the real meaning for your life and then help others to do the same. Wonderful, really. Thank you so much for joining me today. I really, really appreciate your presence and your time. And I hope to see you in the next episode. Take care. Lots and lots of love. Thank you for listening to Secrets for an Inspirational Life, brought to you by your host, Mimi Novik. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and see you in the next episode. For more information about Mimi Novik and her books, music and inspirational work, take a look at her website www.miminovik.co.uk